Hey, welcome to Shit They Don't Tell You. I'm Nikki Limo. I'm Steve Green. And this is a CastBox original produced in partnership with Studio 71. CastBox is the fastest growing, highest rated podcast app on both iOS and Android, where you can find all your favorite podcasts. You can listen to Shit They Don't Tell You wherever you get your podcasts, but we hope you give CastBox a shot because we think it's the best. No, we know it is. <laughs> Why didn't anyone tell me? Okay, well, welcome to... Uh, oh, it's on? What, what, yeah, it's on. Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> welcome to Shit They Don't Tell You. This is, yeah, we, Our special guest today is David So, one of my favorite people in the whole world. I feel like I'm going to be saying that a lot, because I said that to Joe, too, but you guys really are, like, my two favorite people in the whole world. It's yeah. true. Well, yeah, so YouTuber, <laughs> uh, actor, voiceover actor, and a filmmaker, comedian. Now filmmaker. You have now to say a, now filmmaker. Now a filmmaker. Now a filmmaker. Gook, yes. Can you see that Can on I Netflix? Say it? Can I yeah, say that? Yeah, I get permission to say gook, the gook word? <laughs> you know? I'm offended. Are you? Can you stop you know saying the funny that? Thing is, I feel like I should be more offended when people use it, but a big part of me didn't grow up with that word, so it's yeah. hard for yeah. me to really feel a certain way, depending on how people use it, because I think it's supposed to be like the equivalent of the N-word. Right. To, it's to a Asian slur. People. It for sure is. You know what I mean? I think as long as people know what it's about, I'm kind of okay with it. Like, they'll be walking around. What about so Chinaman? Right? Chinaman's like kind of like just, that, right? That's funny. <laughs> yeah, it's funny to me. I always thought Chinaman was funny. Because it's so it's so racist, it's just funny. Yeah. You know right. what I mean? Because it's not even creative at that point. Dude, yeah, I, yeah. I always thought our Filipino racial slur was kind of cool. It's Flip? It, yeah, it's just flip. I can't believe that's oh, a racial slur. Oh, flip is racial right? slur? That's yeah. not a racial slur. Isn't that tight, though? That's like, like saying, like, like um, hey, yeah, yeah, you're that great hair guy. <laughs> You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> there's a, a friend of mine from Canada. He didn't know that Jap was a racial slur because it was just a shortened word of Japanese. He's like, bro, let's, do, let's go get some Jap food. But it's and also the whole crowd would sign. You know what's confusing is it's also the Jewish term for uh, uh, Jewish American princess. You know the rich Jewish girls. They're called Japs. They're called Japs, and with like not as a slur. Oh, it's so funny. My grandpa was a Marine. He fought in Vietnam, and. Uh, he would never say Jap. He would always say fucking Jap. <laughs> but then it's funny, too, because he met Nikki and was totally chill. And Nikki definitely looks... I don't look Asian, though. Well, you don't look Asian. I am Asian, but I don't look Asian. Yeah, I look yeah, Latina. Yeah. He just stayed away from all the Mexican slurs. <laughs> He's probably like, yeah, we never fought the Mexicans. Yeah, so. exactly. He's like, nope, they're good people to me. <laughs> yeah. Love the guacamole. Yeah. Um, so... We are talking about shit they don't tell you about health today. Like shit that like you're aging and like you didn't realize that, that you had to pay attention to some stuff. And I know right now you're like on a real health kick. We were just in Vegas. You're on a tear, David. Yeah, Thank it's, you. it's actually really impressive. I'm like super proud of he you. He was so disciplined in Vegas too because we were just all in Las Vegas, Nevada, right? Huge yeah. shout out. Yeah, and he worked. He was working out in the gym with, with your girlfriend, Mariel. Yeah. For three hours, I heard. That was a yeah. long time, man. Like, I tried I never, to join them. I, I never w- even spent three hours in a gym at one time. <laughs> well, we, I had to offset the fucking 30-pound steak we ate at that I dinner. Know, man. <laughs> oh, shit. Dude, that steak was huge. It was it – was, because you know we did the, the prefix menu, right? So I assumed on the prefix menu it was going to be a smaller portion. Oh, yeah. yeah. The, the lunch special. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But they slaughtered a whole cow and then served it to all of us. Seriously. They really there was like each person got a whole cow. Even the filet mignon I got was like as big as Julia's head. So yeah. that's like this head that's big, you know? Well, you got a fucking salmon. I got the salmon, and it was dope. It was really good. It was, I don't, right I have the no came, I was like, which blasphemer got the I know. fucking salmon? She did, though. And you know what's funny, too, is that she used to love steak. She used to love it. I used to love filet mignon. That's the that's only true. steak I like. Are you a pescatarian? I, I am. Get yeah. the fuck out of I here. I mean, yeah. I find it very odd when Filipino people are pescatarians, because you guys literally eat anything. Like, you have, like, dinaguan, which is, like, just pork blood. <laughs> 
<laughs> you just eat it with rice? Well, I'm, I guess I'm not a true blue Filipino because no, I never American. liked any she's pork. <laughs> like, they put pork in everything. I fucking hate pork. You hate pork? Yeah, and even uh, at this place, I ordered the clam chowder, and it had bacon exactly, in it. Exactly, thank God. I was God. so offended. I, I took Steve, one bite. Bacon was I, my favorite part of it. I was so <laughs> I was mad. <laughs> I ended up switching with Tiff because uh, she got a salad. Did you know this, but uh, prior to you... You marry her or what? Oh, dude. I mean, her whole no, I don't like bacon thing is kind of awesome because every time they give her bacon, I get it. Oh, it's better. That is good. That's true. That's good. Yeah. I hate bacon, sausage, ham, pepperoni. So you say breakfast? Pastrami. Yeah. Right. Well, I love pancakes. So she only that's likes a real breakfast, breakfast food. You, waffles? Yeah. Pancakes, waffles. I've got eggs? a sweet tooth. I do like eggs, but it was an acquired taste for me. You hear the way oh, she say eggs looks so fucking weird to me. <laughs> what? She says eggs. What? How do you say it? I say eggs like asshole. a normal fucking person. <laughs> you say eggs. Say plaza or what plaza. Eggs. Plaza or plaza. Eggs. Sorry, eggs. I'm, I'm from California. I speak how the people on TV speak, so it's eggs. <laughs> no, that doesn't speak sound good. right at all. <laughs> normal English. No, I don't like it. Eggs. 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 Dude, you should. So, um, when we first started eggs. dating, she was eating like pretty much everything. And then slowly throughout our relationship, I've just seen, like, all of a sudden, this is why I call Nikki my sitcom wife, because <laughs> I'll just wake up one day and she's, like, doing some new thing. She's ordered some new diet or she's ordered some new type of food or now she's, like, I'm a vegan now. Or she's, like, now I'm not eating honey anymore. Or she's, like, hey, I just read this thing and now I'm not going to use plastic. It and I'm just, like, <laughs> you're the type of person that should never be on, like, WebMD, huh? Oh, I'm on there all the time. Okay, well. She's a hypochondriac. <laughs> oh, my God. Oh, yeah. Shit. I mean, I'm not diagnosed as a hypochondriac, mostly because I'm too scared to go to the hospital yeah. and get diagnosed as a, as a true hypochondriac. Since I've been with her, she's diagnosed herself with all kinds of shit, and she hasn't been right one time, except <laughs> except for the recently. She diagnosed herself with this thing called candida, and I was like, sure, candida honey, Candida overgrowth. What the fuck is that? It's when the bad bacteria in your gut take over the good bacteria, and it causes all kinds of problems, but I matched every single symptom. That sounds like a first world uh, bacteria. To me. <laughs> it is. It really is. Actually. It is very entitled bacteria. Yeah. <laughs> it's feasting all the time. Yeah, so now I'm on this, like, I don't know, candida, anti-candida diet, which is why I ordered salmon. Uh, I usually don't eat that much fish, even though I can't, I mean, I'm pescatarian, but um, I usually, I eat mostly plant-based and then, like, fish occasionally. But on this diet, you can't eat anything. You like Then why do it? Because it, um, you got to build your good bacteria back Just up in your gut. Take some probiotic shit. This is what I'm talking about. It's not that simple. So I've been taking probiotics. So first, you have to kill all the bad bacteria, the candida, and then you have to replenish it with the good bacteria with the probiotics. Drink soap. But dirt. <laughs> Come on, man. That's so fucking stupid. You know what I mean? <laughs> Dude. Works on your hands, Dude, why is it working on your stomach you know, lining? I never like, got honestly, that. Honestly, if, if that was the solution, I would do it. It's yeah. better than this diet. You would. I, I would, would rather take a shot of soap than be on this diet for however she many weeks She wakes up and takes like nine be. different vitamins now? Oh, my yeah, God. Yeah, like all these supplements because you have Dude, to. Do you have the Sunday, Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday box pill? Uh, no, but I'm about to get it. Okay. I'm about to be on Amazon nine, getting it. She takes nascent iodine, all this shit. I thought they were going to pull me over at the airport because I had like this baggie full of pills. <laughs> like what? a huge Ziploc bag full of As pills. As you get older, though, you start to take more and more fucking pills. Yes. And this, it's funny because I started to realize, especially when I was playing sports, all the things that I'm doing now is the shit that I used to make fun of old people for. Yes, that's like, what I'm talking look at about. That fucking loser stretching. Yeah. <laughs> like, Girl, what the fuck do you need to stretch for for basketball, you fucking old fuck? And I'm over here 30 minutes. <laughs> Dude, you and Joe the other night in Vegas, so you guys true. were on the floor stretching for like 30 minutes. I know. <laughs> 
got to that point. And like vitamins, I was like, I don't need those. You know, how long do you go in your life and you're like, I never needed a vitamin, not one time. And then all of a sudden you reach the stage and you're like, oh, you should really, you're, you should really be taking more vitamin D. I, I, I definitely start to feel, I mean, we're not old or anything, but you know what I mean? We're still at that, we're not 15 though. Right. Yeah. You know, so stretching and when you work out, like that recovery rate is a lot slower. Because mm-hmm. I remember like in high school, I would be sore, but I still be able to work through that pain. I can't work through it anymore. I'm done. I'm out. I used to be able to just vault upstairs. Like I would go two stairs at a time because I'm so fucking cool and tall. And I'd be like, I'm so cool that I could do two stairs at one time every time I take a stair, right? But now when I do it, I'm like, oh, fuck. Like my knees. Like I'm like, (laughs) damn it. (laughs) I'm only 32. Yeah. Like what's it going to be like when I'm 40, dude? I'm going to be in a wheelchair already. Well, even just like having a sedentary lifestyle of like editing or doing the stuff that we do on YouTube where you're not really leaving your house. We realized because both Steve and I were looking at each other like how we're both working out. We're eating healthy. We don't eat that How come we keep gaining weight and we just – it's because we don't walk. Yeah. So you're supposed to move. you're supposed to walk at least ten thousand yeah, steps a day. Like, I don't move. I don't move. And dude, if I don't like, I actually got this thing that now tells me how many steps. Yeah. We and both are on this like Fitbit journey. So the first day that I got it, I just wanted to see what my normal thing was. It was like three hundred steps, dude. <laughs> 300 steps is a 24 hour day. Just going to the bathroom, bro. (laughs) Right, that's what I'm saying. I go to the bathroom and I go to the fridge. That's it. Yeah, like even if you had to work in an office job, you're still like walking down to your car, you're getting out of your car, you're walking to your office, you're walking around to get lunch, you know, you're doing stuff. You're getting thousands of steps. You're getting thousands of steps, but you go to lunch and come back. It would be hilarious if you're a Fitbit, just assume you were dead. (laughs) (laughs) Just assume that you're. That's why I'm glad they can't call the ambulance or they would. You know what's interesting? So, like, um, remember I told you guys before that I, I started walking every day. Yeah. So I, I walk like this. Well, since Vegas, I haven't been able to walk those, like, three miles a day. But that's, like, been the biggest factor of me losing weight because I haven't really been working out. You didn't walk in Vegas? We, like, Vegas, I we walked, got so many steps. I got a lot of walk. But I don't know. But I was drinking a lot, Dude, too. Just, yeah, that's yeah, true. That's true. <laughs> that's true. <laughs> we were drinking a lot. I no. had to break my candida diet yeah. for, the, for the alcohol. I, I definitely drank a little too much. Just in the hotel, I was walking thousands of steps. I was racking it up. I was like, right now, it's like I'm on a marathon for me. For me, just walking down to get coffee and then back up to the room was like two thousand steps. See, I love I, that. I uh, it, it, yeah, man, that that whole walking thing was such a bitch though in the beginning. Like just because I'm not active. Like just mm-hmm. like you, like I would sit, wake up, and everything we do in work, it's mainly writing. So where the fuck am I going? Right. That's why I, I'm not gonna be like one of those fucking putzes and go to a fucking coffee shop just start. Like, I can't do it, dude. I can't <laughs> sit there and fucking do it. Like, I'm a writer. I live in L.A. I should be one of those guys who goes yeah. to the freaking coffee store. I, I know why these guys do it, by the way. It's because they're all like, well, I don't want to be – like, I want to be there and be able to work. And then, like, I don't want to look at porn, basically, right? I'm okay. sure. <laughs> it's like I don't want I don't want to be tempted by my normal habits or whatever, right? They want right. to be productive. So they go there. But I'm like, dude, I don't need to worry about that. I know how to get my shit done, so I just do it at home. Oh, yeah. do you? Or do you play Grand Theft Auto all day? If I if I need to play Grand Theft Auto, I play it all day. I'm yeah. not sure. Yeah. No, if I need to do it, like if I'm researching for a, like a character that <laughs> yeah, I'm writing. Yeah, yeah, like, right. I, I Or he's just laughing right. through all your videos right. as you're trying to record something. Dude, exactly. I get so pissed at him because I'm doing like 50,000 yeah. things at a time every day. And I walk out, he's in the same place the entire day. I probably went to the Sometimes he's playing Grand Theft Auto. 
though. Yeah. <laughs> and I'm like, what? But as a writer, you kind of need that mental break. Sure. That's why Grand Theft Auto was very but important. But I'm, I'm writing yeah. two. I can write two sketches in the time that it takes him to like play one round of but Grand Theft Auto. You don't judge each other's processes. Though. No, yeah, see, yes. Yeah, so no, she'll judge your process. I do. I'm judging <laughs> no, and then, you right no, now. Judge no, she'll judge your process and then she'll say shit to me like, like I'll come in and be like, hey, honey, do you want to? And then she's like, don't talk to me. Do not talk to me right now. Do not talk to me right now. And like, she's not mad at me. She I'm just can't be disturbed stress. because she has this like little bubble that she's in. And if anything comes into her bubble, like even the fucking cat, she's like, I'll, I'll just hear her yelling at the cat randomly. <laughs> like, for no reason. <laughs> Who the fuck do you think you are? Like, right. She's like, leave me alone. Just leave. And she's talking to a cat. He doesn't understand what she means. Like, she's insane. That's why she's my second one. She's about. out of her mind. I feel like I'm, I'm Kevin delightful. James, and she's like wh- whatever the wife character is, right? <laughs> Leah Remini? Excuse sure. me, you're going to diss her like that? No, I like her. I don't remember her name. She is the show. Oh, God. But you know what I'm saying? I feel like I'm just waiting for the next thing. Like literally yesterday, Nikki's like, um, Nikki's like, I decided I want to have a Virgo baby, and I'm like, Wait, we're gonna have a- how do you I'm- decide that? <laughs> no, I know. It's true. And I, right? See what I'm saying? I'm like, wait. So now, okay, because three days ago we talked about how we don't want to have any kids now. Because we go back and forth. We're well, always if we like, were going to have a kid, I just want it to be a Virgo baby, so we just got to get pregnant in December or nothing. This is what I'm saying. I find out all of a sudden what's going on but in my life. you guys have to have a kid, though. Oh, no, yeah, we we're will. definitely going to. We you guys have to, because there's too many people who shouldn't have kids that have kids. Yeah. And that's the problem. I think, like, the people that I like the most feel like they have so much that they want to do, they don't want to have children, right? That's but true. you people are the ones that need to have kids. Oh, man. Like, well, you need to. Train them. Make it's a like, little army. There's an actual Yeah, theory. train them to be, to be men, you know, or, <laughs> or women. It's, it's really what it is because there's like this theory. I forgot who it was, but it was like one genius offsets like 10,000 idiots. So we just need more smart geniuses. people. Well, thank you for thinking our kid is going to be a genius. It's already over. Because it could go either way <laughs> in this family. There's <laughs> this no, this family. is like, this is like standing to me with a bat as a tidal wave is coming. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. Like it's over anyway. You, there's no fun. But like speaking of kids, I had no idea what a pregnancy does to your body, like uh, with health and stuff. Like, you, you know that it comes out of, you know, you, you have fat oh, and then you like have, half, oh my it? God, but it's not just that. Like you gotta full on wear a diaper for like two because weeks. it tears your butthole, right? Like, you tell, it tears everything and that then you're so sewn up. It's, that is <laughs> it tears hilarious. your abs That gives Mother's apart. Day a whole new meaning to me. I know, right? You know what I mean? Where it's like, oh That's my God. That's why they have like stuff like what, push present, push gift? Push, what? push, push celebration? This. It's like you're supposed to give the lady a gift uh, after they push the baby out. It's like a push. Oh gift. hell yeah! Holy shit! That I'm was like something I just heard up my of, push which, gifts. I which I thought was bullshit. But then after I heard your asshole tears in half, I'm like, maybe I should. Yeah, get I'll her get her something. diamonds. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, maybe something. You know, like I'm a just ruby. like, how do you go to the bathroom after that? I don't even know. Yeah, and the doctor will uh, put a pre-incision there so it doesn't tear, so stitching will be easier. <laughs> I know. Yeah. So if yeah, this is why. I, I go back and forth. Yeah, and then and then that's just that's just the pushing the baby out part. Like that's not even considering all of the pre, like the pre labor stuff, like taking all these vitamins, oh, making sure yeah. you're the eating the right food, yeah. making sure you're doing the right exercises. All like, the stress you're putting on your husband because your husband has to deal with you. Yeah, come on. That right, to me is the right. biggest part of it. Is all the stress right. that I'm going to be under. You know, I well, only you under I so only stress. figured out recently. So prior to me being with Mariel, I've 
dumped every single girl that I've been with like instantly, right? <laughs> so, <laughs> so it's it's except player. for like maybe my my first girlfriend. So she's the one that broke my heart. Are there oh, girls out there? Are there girls out there who are like David? So he broke my heart. No, it was more like two weeks. This isn't working out, is it? <laughs> you know, and then we yeah. kind of move on. And so I've never had to deal with a woman's period before, and I didn't. Uh, I, you broke up before one yeah, cycle. Yeah, so that would even until happen. like thirty. How long have you been with Mariel now? Uh, three and a half years. So okay, yeah, wow. So it's like when I was twenty six ish wow. around there. So I. You know, you see it all in sitcoms. Yeah. You know, yeah. I'm like, you know how bad is this shit, right? Mm. And so I didn't realize what the fuck that was. It's just like your hormones are going insane. It's insane. And nothing really makes sense at this point. And so when I first experienced, I was like, God, I'm dating a bitch. Yeah. <laughs> you know, and it wasn't it wasn't just her. It's just yeah. when you're going through that time. Do you have a sister at all? No, I oh, okay. don't. That helps uh, so much. And my mom's man. always a bitch, so I just never knew. You know what I mean? So it was just. I have an older sister, and I basically my mom was there the whole time I was growing up, and so I'm so used to it that it's not even. It yeah, he was me. the first boyfriend actually that was unfazed by my PMS because I get it pretty bad, and I know like while I'm being mad and pissed off and yelling at you, I know I'm being crazy. Like I know this isn't logically something I should be this angry at, but your blood just feels like it's boiling underneath yes. the skin, and you're just like, I need to yell at something. I need to punch something. I need to yell at something. I need to get it all out. And so my biggest issue was that she wouldn't recognize that when she was I call you know we call it pre Tom like before Mr. Tom comes around <laughs> right um, <clears throat> that time of the month. Uh, she wouldn't recognize that that's what it was, and I was just being an asshole, right? And so I just told her, like, all you need to say is that, hey, it's that time. Don't take anything too seriously. Yeah. But she wouldn't recognize it, and she would just call me an asshole, and that's when I would just start to, like, get fucking angry because I couldn't tell when it was going to happen. And so until she had to acknowledge it, then I started feeling better. Because before, so, so this is an example. So we were watching, uh, what's that fucking show called? Oh, Friends, right? Uh-huh. Oh. And so we're watching Friends. And Steve then she, won't get any of the You're references. burning some brain cells, I hear you. <laughs> yeah. So we're watching Friends and she goes, hey, and this is before, prior period, right? Mm-hmm. This is a week before. And she goes, hey, you know what's funny? I'm kind of like Monica because she's like a neat freak. And then she goes, you kind of remind me of Chandler. And she starts laughing about it. And I'm like, I guess that's <laughs> Wait, cool. Wait, did you say that you're like Monica? No, she, no, no, she said like she Monica. was like Monica. I wish you did. That yeah. would be great. And then she starts I'm, I'm so much like Monica. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, and so she starts cracking up, right? And then a week later, she wants to watch Friends again, and we're watching it. And then she, I was like, hey, you know what? You kind of are like Monica. And then she goes, you bitch. <laughs> and, I, and I was so confused. I was like, you said the same thing. Like, I swore you said the same thing last week. And I was like, didn't you say that joke? She goes, no, I didn't. And I was like, wait, hold on a second. And I started, like, freaking out. And then she starts crying. And I don't know what's going on, and no, I'm an she asshole. She want to be like Monica. Yeah, and I was like, what the fuck? <laughs> and that's when I first figured out it was that period time yeah. where she's just a little more emotional. So mm-hmm. it's, nothing make, really makes sense. No. And that was the biggest adjustment for me in a relationship. Like, I had no idea about this just one-week period where she's just an asshole. Well, it's awesome that you figured it out early. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, dude, the first year of our relationship was a disaster. So oh, ours too. Yeah. 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 It was a nightmare. Like, I, everyone's like, oh, you guys are so perfect for each other. But, like, the first year, we, like, butted heads so badly, probably because we are so similar, yeah. that, like, I just thought he was a cocky asshole, and he thought that I was a know-it-all, mm-hmm. and, like, we just didn't really understand each other or how we operated, that, like, our intentions were much better than that we just weren't understanding each other at all yeah 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 and and so so we would just fight and like trigger each other because of our our ex relationships yeah like all this baggage from them and like all the past fights that we've gotten into so like there were trigger words like know it all that I'm like I'm not a fucking know it all yeah I don't know anything (laughs) she was trying to prove how dumb she is I know I'm full blown retarded (laughs) 
<laughs> not just regular retarded, right? full blown. Right. She's like, I, I don't even know how to spell full blown retarded. That's how dumb I am. Exactly. Does it have a hyphen? I don't know. G H. I don't know. Nice. No, but that's why. So yeah, we were kind of. Um, is that why you and Muriel were doing that too? Because we were, we were just weren't meeting yeah, each other. Yeah, I'm just so halfway. used to being by myself. Like yeah. everything was just based on what I and she was so used to being by herself too. So like compromise just wasn't there. And you don't yeah. live together yet, right? No, we don't live okay, together. Yeah, that's big. And too. so like you, you know this Vegas trip, we spent four days together. That's the longest we spent to, to, since we traveled together. She was so. so cute. She's like, "Do you and him live together?" Yeah. <laughs> I was like, she's, "We're married." She's the. <laughs> <laughs> she's like, "Can you answer my fucking question?" Yeah, I know. Hey, bitch. So, so, what does that have to do with my question? <laughs> she's like, um, it, it kind of worked out though because um, so we actually had to learn to be less independent. You know, and mm. just start depending on each other for certain things. Yeah. Because everything, I, I thought that I would burden her with things. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Versus, like, us being in a mutual relationship. It's not a burden. That's just what, it's a partnership. Right. And I wasn't used to that. Me too. So, that's so, my thing. You know yeah. I mean? I'm very lone wolf I tell him, like, I need an alone day today. Like, because we live together and we work together. We're all in the same space. Oh, Mariel always needs her alone. That's where I just don't exist. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You know? yeah. Yeah, yeah, And I'm just completely, she goes, I need my alone time, so I'm just gonna paint. And I'm but like, see, a lot of guys make the mistake of thinking and making it about them when they hear that. Yeah, it's like mm. I need my alone time. And they're like, oh, she doesn't want to be with me. Like, eh, me. Mm. But it's like, no, dude, they just need to be like, in a, like they just need to do the thing. I need to recharge, and then I miss you more. Like, if I could get that alone time for even a couple days, like I just I miss you and I want to see you and I want. It's good, man. Like, yeah. I, I I think that's probably why she and I worked out so well is because she does appreciate her own life. You know, so I think it keeps it a little more exciting. Like you have your own thing, you have she has her thing, and then when we do have conversations together, it's just a little different. We we don't always have to do everything together. It's great if we do, yeah. But if she does have her alone time and her own thoughts, it's it's a lot more fun that way too. Because I I think one of the things that I always said too uh, before I got into this serious relationship was that I wasn't going to be with somebody that wanted to do everything that I wanted to do. It had to be her own path, whether it's in the same career or not. She just mm-hmm. has to have her own mind. You know, it, it, I mean, it causes for some arguments every now and then, but it's more fun that way. <laughs> but what's great, too, though, is is having that kind of, like, same sort of vibe thing where, like, me and Nikki, anytime someone's like, like, for example, like, when we're going to do Vegas, everyone's like, we're going to do, we want to do a club night. And me and Nikki are like, hey, we're just not going to go to club night. We're going to go yeah, we're gonna gamble. we're going to peace out and go gamble. we're not club people. Yeah. So, but, but, like, if one of us was like, I'm a club people, and then she's like, I'm not a club people. Then that sucks. It, yeah. yeah. But so we have the same kind of vibe where it's like we don't want to go to clubs. We don't want to like. Yeah, have we always fun. have the same feeling about a room too. Like if if we're not vibing it, we're both not vibing it. If we're yeah. vibing it, we're both vibing it. It's, it's pretty much like that for movies too, or whatever. Really, like yeah. we're we're pretty much on the same page. Like we were watching, fucking three billboards, and yeah. we were like. We were both looking at each other like we're done, right? Because everybody was like talking it up, and we were super down to watch it. You and guys are so lucky because Mariel and I have complete different tastes in movies. Oh, really? So when she's like, "You want to watch this movie?" I'm go, "Absolutely <laughs> not. Enjoy that with your friends. I am not your friend. Yeah. Excuse me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because like what happens? She she has like this thing where, and I also have a thing where I need to learn how to be careful with my words. So if she really likes something, I can't really place my opinion that I don't like it. Because it's a little too close to her heart. So I have to just be like, oh, it's okay. You watch it with your friends. Versus me saying like, wow, that is hot garbage. Because <laughs> you know? yeah. that's what I want to say. Yeah, well, that, yeah. That's what I do usually. That's like my reflex attack. But um, Nikki was watching like New Girl, right? Mm-hmm. And I thought this show sucks complete ass dicks, right? I was like, <laughs> this, fuck this show, first yeah. of all. I was like, fuck its, fuck its whimsical attitude. Like it, putting buttons all over everything. Yeah. Like fuck all of it. Right? I wanted to hate that show, by the way. 
And then uh, I just, she just I was watching so fucking much of it that I caught myself like paying attention to it here and there because I wouldn't watch it with her. And then eventually I was like, oh, I'm wrong. This show is actually yeah, it's funny. a pretty good show. Like it heated up. They found their groove like season two, season three. Yeah, so I was dead wrong on that. And so like knowing that kind of thing, like 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 I always if I always it's almost like a like a like similar to our early relationship. Like if we if we're actually paying attention to each other, yeah. then it yeah, usually yeah, yeah, yeah. We're, we, we match. usually agree. Yeah. yeah, she just doesn't like anything that has to do with death, violence, revenge, mm-hmm. ghosts. Which oh, is man. everything I love. I don't like Me violence. Too. So I, I fucking love violence. Me too. <laughs> Holy shit. My, one of my favorite uh, categories is uh, thrillers and also like revenge stories. I love revenge movies. That's yeah, my favorite. My favorite. So I showed her one of my favorite films ever. It's called I Saw the Devil. And somebody got their Achilles tendon ripped out. Oh, my God. And then God. she cried ah. and said she was going to leave me. So I was like, <laughs> well, we're not watching movies together. Yeah. Yeah. So I found out that I have to be very careful about movie selections. Uh, she just doesn't. She doesn't dig it. It like affects her mentally. So I love a story about a man who got a mission, and it's just to make things right. <laughs> and he's got to kill everyone on the way. Exactly. This is nothing better than that. Like <laughs> even that terrible Liam Neeson movie, uh, Taken. Taken. I fucking oh, I love, love that movie. Taken. Dude. I love Taken. <laughs> I. It is highly ridiculous. I even liked. I think. Seventy-five percent of Taken too. Wow. Because I, I thought the part with the grenades was pretty tight, even though because I'm so dumb that I was like, this makes sense. <laughs> Where he's using grenades to like try locate where his daughter is yeah. or whatever, and he's having to throw lo- throw grenades, which already is like the most dangerous. <laughs> but uh, I was like, this actually makes sense because I'm so stupid. I am so directionally. I think we're both directionally yeah. not very good at that. And so I was like, that but would I'm be a not, great I'm way. I'm not in the military. Who am I to deny these facts? Me too. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah, I, I don't know anything about the military. So to me, it's just real facts. All I know from military is that my whole family's military, and I'm the only one who isn't military. There it is. And I also find when he's gone, I watch way different stuff than I would when he's home. So, like, I was, he was gone for a bachelor party, and um, I was just alone at home drinking wine and watching Queer Eye for the Straight Guy because they're, they're making a comeback and everyone's like talking about it and hyping it up. I'm like, what's everyone talking about? So, I decided to watch it. I'm like crying at home watching Queer Eye because the guy's so sweet. And I'm like out loud saying, this guy's so sweet. I'm drinking She's wine. Sitcom wife. But then she is your sitcom wife. When you're watching a sitcom and and a, and a woman is sitting there crying, or drinking wine, going, "He's so sweet." I always think to myself, nobody does this. Yeah, like, sitting alone, <laughs> talking out loud, drinking wine and crying at a TV. But she that, does. We were watching uh, what's that fucking Fast and Furious with Paul Walker when he it was the one that he died. Oh. Six, seven. Yeah, and or so, no, eight. You know that last scene where they're, they're, like a memorial. They're, they're looking at each other, and Vin Diesel and him are like looking across yeah, from of each other. See Paul Wright. Walker and him. Yeah, fucking Mariel, right? We're sitting there, and I'm just like, God, this is so stupid. And I look over to the left, right? And then Mariel's in tears. <laughs> and I look at her, I'm like, what's wrong? She goes, this is my final goodbye. And I'm like, do you know him? Are you friends? <laughs> Wait, so she loved that. Because I, I thought it was the corniest shit I've ever that's seen. That's what I'm saying. I thought, by the way, his face was like covered in smeared Vaseline or something. Like, what <laughs> Vaseline? Was that? Yeah, Vaseline. 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 No, it is, you remember the end of Star Wars Rogue One, right? Oh, yeah. Where, where Princess Leia like smiles real quick and she's like covered in Vaseline. I'm like, what the fuck yeah. is with this trend now? Everyone. I have no clue. Shiny people. Shiny but people. But I had no idea how much hormones plays a role in everything. Because that's some shit that they don't tell you. That like... 
your hormones dictate everything that you think. And I, I don't know if women are more sensitive to it or other But that's like guys more. and our dicks. Yeah. Because, like, I, I, I'll tell you this right now. Right after we come, we are the smartest people on earth. True. <laughs> it is amazing. I know all my terrible decisions. <laughs> and I regret them. <laughs> That's why I always say, like, I can't wait till I'm older and my fucking libido dies down, because then I'll just be smart as f- I'll be sharp as fuck. Same, dude. <laughs> I'm so fucking sharp after I come. It's ridiculous. Me too. Because I, I can have... solve math equations. You know what I mean? I can, I could come up with like an algorithm that would benefit humanity. I feel like. I feel like. But I didn't know, like, so that's half the reason I started taking vitamins too, because I didn't know that they actually help your brain and your emotions. I thought they were just like. Oh, they make it so you don't get cancer or whatever. You ever take those vitamins that help you come white? <laughs> no. What? Yeah, no. So there's who there's wants these, that? Oh wait, I think I know. Guys, all guys, all wait, men. What was this guy? All men. You just want world. really white cum? Yeah, they they want porn cum. No, so my <laughs> like buddy. So Horton Horton used to take these. My buddy, what? my buddy, my old roommate. Yeah, he would take Shout them so Horton. that he could shoot some dope ropes or whatever. <laughs> did this shit but fucking he did it was hilarious oh, you know what I know boys are so gross yeah we're gross when uh, who's that one fucking porn star that was known for just fucking coming a shit ton what is his name Peter Derangi. North Peter North he used to Peter sell uh, supplements for this shit oh really oh he would sell them oh that's where Horton got him then I bet that's probably where he got that's him because he, he was like known for like blasting women in the face <laughs> oh and my obs- god an obscene amount by I, the way I always thought that he should do uh, commercials for uh, for laundry detergent <laughs> Because think about it. Like, if Peter, like why don't people do this with porn stars, right? It's like, get porn stars and have them advertise products because people already know who they are and they would believe them. It's like, hi, I'm Peter North and nobody knows loads like I do. Like, <laughs> you should buy Tide because this gives the best loads, like the thickest, frothiest loads. Like, and you'd be like, wow, I really trust his opinions on oh, thick I thought loads. you were going the direction of getting stains out. Oh no! See, because I hear those are that doesn't too. make sense to the me. Peter North comes Peter North. shot was the most ridiculous thing I've ever seen in my life. First, they would get a girl in the face, right? And she oh. thinks like the the onslaught Nailed is over, her. and I call it the second coming. <laughs> <laughs> so it would get her in the face, and she's like, "Yeah," and then, blow! The second shot comes. Oh my god! It was ridiculous. By the way, we want to thank our sponsor real quick. So, so you guys, you guys um, like watching other men's come be white? No, this was more of like. Of course. Well, Peter so North thing was more of like a weird, like, that's an obscene amount of cum. If he came black or whatever, I'd be worried about it. Were yeah, you just like, on. is cum supposed to look like that? Or were yeah, you questioning course. your own? No, it's because we all learned about it through porn, so then we all think that we should have it. And then we, when we see our own, we're like, why isn't it as white yeah. as Peter North? And how come my load won't go for like three minutes? <laughs> and how come I can't shoot it across the room? What's wrong with me? What's wrong with my body? Why can't I shoot it and have it attached to the wall and swing off of it? Dude, it's like X Games of porn that you guys were watching. Oh, yeah. A we lot were. of the porn that I watched was when I was way younger, so I'm not really up to porn anymore. So Same. My... I don't know who they are. <laughs> I don't. Well, I know from doing videos in a couple years ago, but yeah. the, I don't know the the current crop. I don't know what like the hot thing in porn. It, it became too accessible. I was just with my buddies uh, in San Diego at a bachelor party, and they're like, "Who? Who? What porn? What porn ladies do you like?" And I was like, uh, "I liked Lisa Ann." And they're like, "She's like fucking from 30 years ago, or whatever." I'm like, "I don't know." Oh, what was her name? Tara Patrick. She was like one. Oh of yeah, my, I know. Wait, uh, she was one. Of oh, Dan, I'm thinking Danica Patrick. I don't she know. She was. Uh, she's like. She's like one of the very few like Asian mixed ones. She was fucking bad as fuck though, dude. Yeah. I was surprised she was. What do you mean bad as fuck? Like she's not good at it? No, like bad. No, as she's like, badass. Oh, she's bad as fuck. Yeah, yeah. hell yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and on that note, we are breaking for sponsors and uh, commercials. 
Hey, hope you're enjoying this break. We hope you're listening to our podcast on CastBox. If you're not, you can definitely listen anywhere you get your podcasts, but CastBox is really cool, so you should be on it. I've been all over the world. I've seen every single landmark. He has. I only use the podcast box. box. (laughs) Oh, my God. (laughs) Nailed it. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, well, great. Good for you. Also, if you can rate and review us, it really helps people find our podcast, and we'd really appreciate it. I give Nikki an 8 out of 10. Please excuse Steve, and please like us. Always room for improvement. We're trying our asses off. Welcome back. (laughs) So, David, do you find that exercising more has strengthened your libido or your sex drive? Because sometimes when Steve lifts weights, like if he's been lifting for a while, it makes his testosterone go way up. And I just, it makes his testosterone, I'm creating my own slang. I think it helps out in, in every type of way, especially like, you know, I don't think it's helped my libido so much yeah. but it's definitely helped her be more attracted to me okay that's big you know what I mean that is so, your libido yeah. then just because like uh, I mean on a more serious note like I was probably going through like a slight like slump you know what I mean like I just didn't that's probably why I was getting the most amount of weight I just mm. didn't want to move yeah. I didn't want to do shit I just I was like trying to wait for some type of inspiration to hit me dude okay this is I want to talk to you about this because I, I was because you did Gook and congrats yeah. got into Sundance yeah that's huge um, so I, I've done a couple, you know, I did Internet Famous and I was also in Internet Famous. Like I got the star in my own movie that I wrote and we, we and with my buddy. Um, and then I was like weirdly depressed afterward because it yeah. was like I did what I always wanted to do. Like I starred in a movie and I wrote my movie and it, you know what I mean? Like it was like, what do I do now? Yeah, exactly. Right? That's exactly what, That's it, was. what it was, right? Yeah. Because I went through the same slump, I think. Yeah, and you it was. You get up off your asses, you lift some weights, and then you fuck your wife. That's what you're going to do. <laughs> oh, I like it. I, <laughs> I wish I asked you. Yeah. yeah. It's, it's just hard, too. And I think, like, um, yeah, you just feel like, okay, what the fuck next? Right. You know? Like, what now? What do I want to do? Exactly. And then I get, you know, and then things were lining up. Like, I've done a couple things since then, but. Nothing has been like the same as like yeah. that initial that first one excitement. Yeah, it's the first one too, and I think like it, it, I kind of wrote about this too. I was like, you know what? I don't think anything will ever feel as good in terms of like writing and starting your own thing as the first film you ever did. You know, uh, whether it does great or poor, it doesn't matter. It's still the yeah. first one that you ever did. Like you actually accomplished was, for the first time. Exactly. So I'm like trying to chase this like older feeling that's not going to be mm. there. So now I just have to set my sights on something else. And I think like for me, I, I tried. Uh, kind of filling that void with too many things. So opening up 4,000 businesses, doing all this other (laughs) shit, right? And so I started becoming overwhelmed where actually um, I started uh, shutting down because I became a jack of all shits. So I kept on trying to do... Jack of all shits. I think that's what they call it. Yeah, so that's that's exactly what it is. So I was a jack of all shits. I tried to do everything to the best, but you can't do like 4,000 things great at once and it doesn't happen that way. So what I did was I stripped everything that I was doing and I started just adding them slowly at a time. So number one, my relationship started going really bad because I stopped caring about myself and it started reflecting on how I was treating her. Yeah. So I was like, okay, what you're gonna do first is work on two important things in your life. It's your family, friends, and then your health. Mm -hmm. And so after I get these things locked down, then I'll start working on the other stuff later. So right now it's just family, friends, and health. That's it. 
That's yeah. all I'm working like on that. right now. That's another thing is that uh, that I used to make fun of old people for, where they're like, you know, you got to take care of yourself, right? Yeah, you got to like self care. You got to take a rest. But then when you're when you're like in the mindset of like move, 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 and hustle, 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 especially in this city, you feel like taking a rest or or taking care of yourself is slowing you down. Yeah, and, and so you don't do it. And like meditation, pff, that sucks. Like yeah. you're you're just being quiet for. 15 minutes. Not looking yeah. at your phone for five seconds. Yeah, it's like productivity <laughs> down the drain. But it's so true. Like when you just take a second to like work on yourself, you're like more productive than you were before when you just were nonstop going. Yeah. It's so it, interesting. It, it starts to wear you out too because like I kind of had to put it in perspective. It's like, you know, let's say I, I stop writing or I stop doing YouTube or what. My life doesn't end. You, you know what I mean? But at the end of the day, like when those things disappear, your, your family and friends will always be there. So it's like, why am I not investing my time into them as well? And so for me, like that was that became really, really important. And then I started losing weight again. And I, I gained like a ridiculous amount of weight for Gook, by the way. And I, oh wow, I, like on purpose? Yeah, on purpose. Wow. And so mm. I told myself like, hey, you know, I'll, I'll lose it again. But after I got you know a little bit depressed, I couldn't do it. Right. <laughs> you know? right. And you know, when you hit like thirty. Your weight doesn't come off as easy as it as it used to. <laughs> no, it doesn't. Yeah, no, nobody fucking told me that. I used to just go do. I used to do like hundred jumping jacks a day, and I, boom, I'd be fine. In yeah. like in like two yeah. weeks. Because even my status quo was on the chubbier side. However, it wasn't this big. Right. You know? And so I told myself like, yo, I'm just gonna like you know, take a few drinks out and then eat eat some salads. I'll be okay. And then somehow I gained weight. I was like, this is bullshit. Yeah. You know? Like, what the fuck is going on? And so I had to really just be mindful of what I'm eating and doing all these bullshit walks, which actually I started to like. Yeah, that's it's so interesting that that happens. Like you freaking you hate it at first. Like it's just like torture, like nails on a chalkboard, getting yourself to go out every day. But then after a while, you're like so used to it, and and if you don't do it, you kind of miss it. Oh yeah, for sure. I think what do you, what do people call it? the the fucking mindfulness shit. The what are you? Yeah, the fucking mindfulness. The, there's like a term. Bro? It's like the hot thing being mindful or something. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, but that's I guess that's technically what I'm doing on these walks. Mm-hmm. It's just, I'm not really thinking about it. You're being connected to your surroundings and yeah, where walk, you are. I need to do that more. I, I I do. I walk now with Nikki, and I walk on my own too. And I. I didn't get into it until like probably a weekend. Yeah. But and for me, like, was there a moment for you though? Like, like everyone always talks. Like the meme is always like, you know, oh, one day it just hit me. I need to work harder. I need to do all my things. Like, yeah. What? What was there? Like a like a meme moment for you or a trigger moment for you? Oh yeah, for me it was that that David Goggins guy. So when I when I started listening to this guy David Goggins, he's like this Navy. You know, first of all, like if you guys listen to David Goggins like podcast or or, or whatever, or him just speak in general. You don't have to follow everything that he does. It's just like how he speaks about his personal life experience and what he went through to get to where he's at that helps you kind of apply that to your own life. So for my thing is, it's like I don't have to do – so David Goggins, is a, he's an ultra marathon runner. He runs like, what, 100-plus miles in mm-hmm. one go. Like it's a crazy. Ex-Navy SEAL too. Yeah. <laughs> Ex-Navy SEAL, finished Hell Week three times in a year. Oh, my God. It's, it's like some crazy shit. He was in Hell Week, and then he had to leave Hell Week, and then he went back into Hell Week. <laughs> And then he went back into Hell Week again because they, he wasn't going to pass. Yeah, three times. Nobody Hell does Week. that shit, man. That, yeah, that's crazy. So it's it's Hell Month, basically. <laughs> I mean, for for the guy, I, I mean, people are like, "Oh, are you going to do like what David got?" No, I'm not going to do what he does. I'm just take a percent of that. And right. Even if it's one percent, it still got my ass up to walk three miles a day. I I listened to that podcast with him and Joe Rogan every day for the first three weeks when I was walking because it helped me just get through it. After wow. you told me about it, I listened to it too. It's great. Yeah, it's, it was great. I mean, it resonates with certain people. Some people it doesn't just because he, they think he's a maniac. Mm. Uh, he is a maniac. Oh, for sure. Yeah. <laughs> and I thought I said fuck a lot. That guy says fuck 
Like my grandpa. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like he says it every other word. There's like a couple. I, I, it's supposed to be a very serious podcast, but there's parts where I laughed out loud because he was like, you know, people are asking me if I'm happy. I'm fucking happy. Yeah. Happiest yeah. fucking person alive. <laughs> <laughs> I started laughing. Yeah. I, like, I also love the shit where he's like, he's like, I'm in the desert. I'm covered in shit. <laughs> and I'm running and my, my butt's covered in poop. <laughs> I mean, he didn't say it like that, but I was yeah. like, "This is amazing!" Yeah. Like this guy's talking seriously about how covered in poop he was. Uh, it's, it's and he's trying to accomplish his dream anyway. I was like, "Well, oh, if he can do it covered in poop, I could probably do it just with a nice yeah, clean butt." Yeah, if he butt. could run like a hundred and something miles, and this guy was like, so he's he's my height, but he was three hundred pounds. Oh my gosh! And he somehow did that in the beginning. You know, I that's what I'm saying. Walking three miles is absolutely nothing. Yeah, you're like, if he could do that, I could. I'm and, a little bitch if I can't and do he's three trying miles. To run, right? Like, so he he yeah. he was like thinner. And then he ballooned out, and then he came back again and got thinner. It was it wasn't linear at all. It was just back and forth, back and forth, back and forth. So it does show like real struggle. Yeah. Which is what I enjoyed. You know, it's not like this bullshit story where they're just like, one day I woke up and I just did it. No, he this he went. He he talked about the first time he decided that he didn't want to be you know an exterminator anymore, and that uh, he didn't want his story to end it where he was at that moment, and he decided that he wanted to run. Right. So. He got on the track. He ran a quarter mile. Went back home. And he cried to his mom. <laughs> oh, <laughs> you know, yeah. He, he's like, I can't do this. But that's just the back and forth, and it's just the reality of life that he went through that a lot of people don't talk about. Yeah, he talks about scarring your mind, which I loved. That's my favorite part. I think where he talks about like almost like you you train your mind to get used to like what you're doing, and you just re- through repetition you do it so much that your mind is just like this is what we do now. Yeah, yeah. Which I think is so great. No, it's so true. So like I through my whole childhood, my whole life, I didn't think I could run. Like when we had to run in elementary school and high school and stuff, you had to run the mile. You know, I would skip it. I would like hide in a bush and then like come out <laughs> when people are finishing. And um, I just thought I couldn't run. Like I, every time I tried to run, I was out of breath. My side hurt, and I wasn't overweight or anything. It was just like I just felt like some people could run and some people can't run and I would relate to other people who were like oh yeah I can't run either my side hurts I'm like yeah right like you get a cramp and stuff but I didn't realize because nobody told me this that you there's you have to breathe a certain way when you're running you have to like have certain form when you're running you have to do a lot of things to make it so that you can run and I didn't learn that till I was maybe like 23 because my person I got a personal trainer and they were like you got to run you have to do cardio you have to run and they he would have me run on a treadmill before we did our weights and I was like I can't run like there's no way and he's like yeah you can't you just got and he adjusted a certain couple things you and grabbed I, your boobs you grabbed your butt yeah yeah and I was like oh I like this <laughs> yeah, personal trainer yeah, <laughs> but it it's, makes such a difference so I would uh, on my own I would run a half a mile and it was like I was out of breath okay but I made myself run a half a mile so then after that I knew at least I could run a half a mile because I already did it so I didn't think I could do a half a mile before but now I proved that I can so I have to go at least a half a mile the next time I get on a treadmill so then I would go a mile like and it was really hard and I could barely do it but I made it to a mile without stopping and walking Um, and then the next time I was like oh I already know I can do a mile so I have to at least do a mile like if I feel like I want to quit and it hasn't been a mile I know that I can run a mile um, and then I wor- worked all the way up to six miles and I was running like six miles a day for, I don't know, like almost a year. And then I, uh, fractured my foot and I had to take three months off. But, um, but I had no idea that well, I could. That's no excuse. David Goggins would say that's no excuse. <laughs> <laughs> he literally tore he both actually would. <laughs> he yeah. actually would. Oh my. He'd be like, that's no fucking excuse. I'm not David Goggins. <laughs> because 
He fret what he yeah he tore the, all the ligaments in his legs or some shit. Like his his. Ankles, I'm not trying to die. He grinded his foot down to a nub or something. <laughs> like, you know what I mean? Like <laughs> what yeah. the fuck is going his, on? His ankles were so bad. He uh, during Hell Week, the the first hour that he would be active, he said his his ankles were in so much excruciating pain that the only way that he could like stand was that he had to duct tape his legs up. Okay, but why? <clears throat> what do you mean? Like why? They finish Hell Week. Okay, but but your body tells you. Like when to stop? Oh, for sure. I mean, he got fucked up from it pretty bad. See, so yeah, but your body you could cause also, permanent you, damage. You know, it's like Rocky says. He's like, Yo, "Look in the mirror. That's your biggest enemy right there." You know, yeah. like, like, <laughs> your, like your body is your biggest enemy too. Sometimes, and so you, you know what's interesting? Through. Like Steve and I also have a, a shared love for the very first Rocky Rocky movie. Oh, I love Rocky. David Goggins also mentioned the Rocky movie. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. He you about guys, how he would fast forward it to the to like round fourteen or yeah, something every time. I hate to break it to you, but a lot of people like Rocky. Not, not as much, really. No, not no, as much as we love Rocky. We like it more. Well, you, <laughs> know, like, you know how many people made fun of that movie for winning Best Picture? And I'm like, are you fucking kidding me? I take it over the Hurt Locker, you fucking or, assholes. Or this year's the that fish movie. Yeah, come on, man. <laughs> it oh was, my God. It was Hellboy. The, yeah, Hellboy. He's was, fucking Hellboy. It was Hellboy. It was She's that one character in Hellboy. Exactly. <laughs> Abe. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. 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 They the I was kind of shocked when I saw that because I haven't watched too much films this year. Yeah. Um, but when I saw, uh, was it The Shape of Water? Yeah, The Shape like, of Water. I was like, is this Hellboy? Yeah, Hellboy. <laughs> they were fucking. I haven't seen Hellboy. She fucked the Hellboy costume. Yeah. <laughs> it was amazing, dude. I mean, that part was amazing. Yeah. The trollation of that whole movie was amazing. Oh, totally. I like that it won. But Me too. It just, I like that it won for funny. the trolliness yeah. of it. But I was sad. I don't know. I, I'm not. Um, I used to be really like, oh, man, the Oscars. That's really that's tight. But now that I've been here and you see and all the I've politics that behind the all scenes politics and yeah. seen it. And like I heard that, like, you know, the way that Ben Affleck had to lobby for Argo to win. And when Argo won, I was like, are you fucking kidding me? Because there was some dope movies out here. So I don't know. It, it just um, you could lobby for your movie. Oh, that's oh yeah. It's all politics. Game. It's it's another way of advertising your movie, right? So like when they when they when they start to make your movie, yeah. they're like, this will be in this quadrant so that we can make a push during award season. And so it needs to be like released by December so that it can be in the award season. And then if it's in the award season and if it's a nominee for Best Picture, it will make this certain amount of money. It's all part of the financing. And even even uh getting nominated, even the nominees, a lot of agencies, if they want like their this actor to blow up, they'll pay and do all this stuff to campaign for them to just get nominated knowing they won't win but mm-hmm. like just them getting nominated sets them up for higher pay in movies for the next like couple years yeah, and then uh, and then they I could it, actually land better roles that would get them the it's awards. It's just part of the marketing that's, that's what you have to so think of. Crazy. It's so like, crazy. It's like you know they know that Transformers is going to be a summer movie right and so yeah, that, yeah, that yeah. they market for that but with the award shows you notice how they market them differently because it's yeah. for the it's for the awards marketing but that's just a it's just a big marketing thing like that's a and, and you know it's not that that's wrong it's just understanding that now has taken the shine off of it for me you know what I'm saying yeah I, I think that's what happens a lot too it's just like when you kind of go into like a certain career path especially like with us uh, when that glamour not I want to say glamour I think like when the the dirtiness comes out you know you find out all these like stupid little shit to something that you really just liked for the creativity of yeah. it it makes you hate it a little bit more it does yeah you know so it's just like uh, me I'm just trying to find my way just to do what I like with right me. and I think that's what it all comes down to is just make shit that you like because that happened on YouTube too it's like we all 
or our generation at least, we came to YouTube because you know we weren't maybe getting opportunities as many as we wanted in the That's in fun. the entertainment industry, and so you're like, oh, I'm just gonna put what I want to out there, you know, put my craft out there on my own, and then I'll make my own kind of path. Uh, but then it became a job where like you people were making money off YouTube, people were making their living there. But in order to keep up and continue to make your living you had to change up your format to be whatever was oh, trending 100%. instead or repetition, of repetition repetition that's the problem too right yeah. youtube is is trying to be a medium that has better content they always say that all the time we want better higher quality content but then they reward repetition more than anything else yeah and they reward stupid stuff like they reward based on numbers which the main demographic of youtube is 8 to 13 year olds so basically they reward children's programming so you can't as an adult make great content to other adults just, and then have it be blown up on YouTube. I would just like just my met. subscribers just to see the videos I make. Exactly. That's, that's, that's the only thing I ask for. That's the only thing. What about thing when they click that bell and then it still doesn't? Yeah. yeah. I yeah, love that shit, There's man. like three levels of subscriptions now and none of them work. Yeah, Soon they're going to have a little icon. It's like, knock on the door, ring the bell, <laughs> and then it's like, wait for the doorman. Yeah. And they're still not going to give you the fucking exactly. video. It's like amazing, dude. It's, it's, it's weird now. Like, I, I'm trying to... You know, I, I still like YouTube and I still love the platform no matter what because it just gave us all opportunities that mm -hmm. we never would have had before. Absolutely. I just kind of miss the well, camaraderie. Yeah, I you know, too. like I, I definitely miss that shit, dude. Yeah. Like, well, it, it used to be based more on creating, like creating good stuff. And now it's like, um, how much content can I put out? Yeah. What's the quantity rather than the quality? Yeah. So that's what the algorithm favors. That's why I love the I love you guys, the JK guys, man, because mm -hmm. it's it very much feels like that, like in the, our own old school YouTube. Sphere. Yeah, it's it's like, hey, whatever you need, I'll be there. I want to help you. Like it, it feels like that again, which is very weird. It's so funny because like uh, we we kind of figured out too that people just want to burn you for anything and everything. And it's so funny because uh, you know we're shooting; they don't even know we're shooting like fucking twelve hours a day. Yeah. So by the time we said we get a little delusional, yeah, we start saying some funny and crazy <laughs> shit, right? It's the best shit though. I know. Like, sometimes I watch it. I'm like, I said that. Yeah. Like, yeah. I don't even know what the I fuck say I'm that. saying. And they're like, Well, didn't you say this in another video? You're such a hypocrite. I'm like, Probably. Yeah. yeah. Oh, definitely. <laughs> Who's not a hypocrite? Yeah. Show me the man who is not a hypocrite. He will be all of our heroes. You know, <laughs> no, everyone's perfect in the comments. They're yeah. all like perfect. They're all experts. They're yeah. all not ignorant. And not they all racist. know how to fuck the best. They all get the biggest dicks. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I know. I love it. I love it. And it's funny too. They'll say, so like, well, you know, seven months ago, you said you believed in this. I was like, well, I changed my mind. Right. right. Like most humans do. Yeah. Right. When there's new knowledge presented, or it's like, probably I'll change you know, my mind. It's like, Steve, you sound like you're really em embellishing on the story. It's like, I probably am. Yeah. yeah. I mean, uh, I'm try probably trying to do comedy. I'm try probably yeah. trying to like emphasize it a little differently so that it's funny. Otherwise, I'm just telling you a story about how my cat died yeah, or whatever. One of the Aww. funniest things is, is like, because, you know, as, as comics, like you try to embellish a story a lot. And so I'll, I'll tell a story probably three or four times over the same story. But let me little like you heighten it. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. And like, well, didn't you say this, this? I was like, of course, it's a funny fucking story. I don't remember the exact specifics. And the actual story is kind of not that funny. You know? Right. <laughs> and, we're, and we're trying to, I mean, it's just like when you're working a joke out, you're just trying different angles on the joke. Yeah. Just to try to figure out what, how it works the best. But so on JK, we try to do that kind of shit too. And people are like, you said, do you, you, I heard you're a blah. Oh, I heard you like that. It's like, oh God, I don't care. <laughs> I really don't care. 
And like, and even like with the stories that I tell from people back home, like I'll change the names because they don't want their names out. Mm. You know, I was like, did you say their name was? Because it's not the real name, idiot. Yeah. You know, like what the fuck? It's not their actual name. Yeah. Like, these people, Jesus. How, how do they remember each little detail? It's I don't know, crazy. but I love them though. Thank you for the views. I know. And I know you guys are our number one fans, so I'm they're just great, around. actually. Uh, yeah. The the majority of people that stop us in public are from Jake. Uh, they're all JK yeah, oh, members. Sure. Yeah. yeah, and they're all so sweet. They're dope. No, everybody's dope. I, I mean, sure they go home and comment like Nikki sucks. Yeah, yeah. yeah. take a picture with Nikki. Yeah, I think it's just a part of the culture they just want anybody to put a thumbs up on their comment so they're just trying to say anything yeah just get them recognition it's true makes them feel and i can't say that i was different in at that age we didn't have youtube but we had i was on a message board and i remember just trying to like say shocking shit or just like Mm. be edgy just because it was it would get me a lot of like praise and popularity and i wasn't popular in my real life like i literally had no friends i was in the library on this message board at lunchtime (laughs) (laughs) yeah right nikki with braces the oh picture that God. you put up. Oh my! You literally look like the girl that nobody would touch in the living room. That's right. That's exactly I wouldn't have. <laughs> she looks like a girl who drinks too much whiskey. Like it's like what the heck? But I had a boyfriend for two years. That's crazy. Man. That's insane. Yeah. How did you lose weight in your face? Is there a machine for that? I don't know. I think it was just age. Because that was because I had. You looking. know what it was? Is I had chipmunk cheeks when I was born. Like when I was born, my face was ninety percent cheek, and I think as I got older, I just my it grew into my face. Like it's still the same amount of cheek, but I have more more bone. Dude, that it's picture crazy. though was insane. Dude, when I saw that, because that was the one of the that you was, took off your ring and you threw it. <laughs> no, no, when uh, no, it was actually. Like before we started dating, like that was actually the day that we that I asked yeah, her out. Yeah, that you asked me out. She showed me that picture, and I was like, "Aha!" Because I always thought that she was like this hot chick who was always hot, and so <laughs> she was dumb as fuck. And I, you know, yeah, what I mean, yeah, yeah, like yeah. I didn't think she was dumb as fuck, but I'm I'm, I'm exaggerating. Mm. He did think I was dumb as fuck. I didn't think that she was that. Cool they they used to try to, to troll me, mm-hmm. and I would troll them back, and they didn't even know that I was trolling them back. Like so, know. so they they thought it was so funny. There was this running joke where they thought it was so funny because I said in a Q and A, um, they were like, "How do you have sex or whatever?" And I was like, "I like to tell jokes in bed, just like kind of make it uh, more um, conversational and casual or whatever." And I said that because I don't want these people knowing how I had sex. Like yeah. back then, I didn't talk about sex as yeah. much. I wasn't as open, so I was like, "I don't need them picturing me having sex." So I was like, yeah, I just tell jokes. And they were like, you just do stand-up in bed? So every time they saw me, they would make jokes. Like if I said I was on a date, they're like, how many jokes did you tell him in bed? And they and they like thought I was so stupid. And I was like, no, he really liked my jokes. And I was just strolling back. But I'm it's like, not, no, they we were, were great. We were just bidding with you. You were doing a bit. No, we were doing a bit. It you, was a bit. No, they believed it. For e- no, you did. Because you told me you believed it until no, we had I, sex. I, I believed. No. I, look, yeah. I believed that you were a different person that then for sure like i didn't yeah. know you yet right for sure um but that but that picture was a big eureka moment for me yeah that's why i knew i had to show him that picture because i was like no i'm really nobody wanted to touch me yeah. 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 Well, I, I, like, didn't, uh-huh. I didn't want him to think i was unapproachable because i had had a crush on him for a, a while at that point and he had just gotten single and um, I never thought that I would ever, we would ever date because he was in such a long term relationship. I was just on the so table with her, you know what I mean? Like I, was, I, was, I was on Mountain High. You know? I was just like, <laughs> yeah. how do I get this guy to know that like I'm down and I'm not like some uppity chick? Like I just want him to know like who I am. So I remember Wait, how long that were picture. you with the the girl prior to her? Oh, years, like, like, four, like years. four years. Yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. Shit, did you break up with her? Or? She no, broke she up with didn't. me. Um, no. But it was <laughs> the best thing that ever happened to me. No joke. Like it was awesome. Yeah. Yeah. We be, both of our exes were pretty much the same person. 
Like, they treated us the same way. Yeah, it wasn't great. Uh, <laughs> it wasn't great. Like, like how so? Like, they just um, weren't romantic people. Yeah. I mean, you know, exactly. We weren't sentimental. Like, we're really sentimental people. And, yeah. like, we value the relationship and loyalty. And, like, we put each other first. Mm. And our partners didn't put us first. But we would mm. put them first. For me, the biggest thing was finding out that there was a lot of shit talk behind my back that I didn't know about. And after I knew that, I was like, literally, I'll never talk to you again in my life. Like, it just it just became easy for me to just be yeah, like, yeah, yeah. disavow, like, I'm chill. Mm-hmm. Because I always, like, my whole thing is loyalty, man. And I will, like, friends, like, like you know, my partner or whatever, I will have your back so fucking hard it's crazy. I'll get into arguments. My partner or whatever. Your wife? Yeah. <laughs> Whoever my partner might be. <laughs> Whatever that person may be. No, but I'll get in arguments uh, with your family for you. Whatever you got to do. Not because I'm so great, but because that that to me is just the bare minimum of what I expect you to do for me too. Like I expect that we have each other's backs always, no matter what. Even if like things aren't working out later or whatever. At least we had each other's backs and you can say that the whole time. Finding out that that was not the case, it was like, nah. Loyalty is everything. Like it is is damn near everything. I think that's why... Uh, I think like you guys click with us very well too, mm-hmm. like the whole JK crew, and we always keep our group very small. Like, um, I, I don't think a lot of people have that. No. Yeah, people are very; they just want to be like amicable with everybody. Right. You know what I mean, and you know, I'm I'm very careful with my words with other people. Like, I'll you know, be like, all right, okay. But let's say, like for example, like I, I go out somewhere and they're like, Steve Green's an asshole. I was like, no, that's my homie. You can't talk. You can't yeah, talk. that's right. It's, <laughs> not safe. it's not safe for you to talk this way right now. Like, yeah. you know what I'm saying, like, but I love that. I didn't realize yeah. how uncommon loyalty was. Because I feel like I, I used to feel like everybody was pretty loyal and then the, the outliers were the ones that weren't. But now as I've gotten older, I feel like we're the outliers. Like I feel oh, like yeah, for sure. people are so wishy-washy and flaky and that's just the norm. And people act like when I tell people, oh, so-and-so, had a, we had a falling out because they were like this. They you know talk, said this behind my back or whatever. People are like, so? I know, Whatever, man. like it's so, and I'm like, thing. no. I mean, I would never do that. I have your back, like forever. If we're, if I say that we're homies and like we chill with each other, because I don't let a lot of people into my circle either. We don't just chill with people unless we really like them. Yeah. And if it's gotten to that point with you, and then you like diss me like that, I just will never talk to you again. Like I just can't. And I will always say to your face whatever it is that I say about you. Period. Oh, a hundred percent. That's what a lot of people don't understand. Yeah. Right? right. So I remember, like, even in high school, right? There was this dude. I won't say his name, but I hated this guy's guts. Right. And so, like, whenever and he was within our group, and when he was, split, I would say some shit, right? And then he came back. He goes, "I heard you were talking shit about me." I was like, "Bro, I said that to your face yesterday." Right. Yeah. The only difference was you left, so I continue saying it. Exactly. <laughs> like, what are you talking about? Right. Exactly. You know. And I think that's a good friend. I think yeah. that the your good your good friends are the ones that tell you to your face what's wrong with you yes. and like what you need to work on. And it, like if you truly are good friends, you don't take it in a way that's like, oh, this guy yeah, hates and me. You're tech like with the two, we're not like coming up right. and saying, well, "Listen here, you fucking piece of shit." You know? right. Yeah. Well, there's tact. No, there's yeah. tact, and that's why. It, also, too, like when it comes to people I don't necessarily like, I'm not just gonna like like you said. Be like, hey, fuck you. Like, I'll be fine. Yeah. Like, I'll be in the same room as you. I don't have to go like this the whole time to be real. Yeah. Like, uh, like it's just about, or I just held up middle fingers if you're not seeing me. But, <laughs> but, uh, but you know, I don't have to do that to be real. Yeah. I, I just, I just have to, if, if I'm not going to have a pretend conversation with you and act like we're dope or whatever, it'd be like, let's hang out soon if I fucking don't like you. Yeah. yeah. And I don't know. In my family, the way we showed love was by busting balls. So like that when I cause sometimes people say that I 
Like I hurt, the, like I sting a little too hard. Mm. I'm like, no, I just really like you. Like yeah. I really, really like be, you. Be my friend. Be my friend. <laughs> right. It's like when you know you throw rocks at the person you have a crush on. Like oh, I don't yeah. bust your balls harder if I like you. Yeah. So or you, so you're the one that fucking puts bullets in their windows, then, huh? Yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like, they, it, like they'll. It's. I don't realize how intense I am, but it's uh, in an analogy. It's like they'll like kind of haha tap me on the shoulder like oh pal and I like just sock them back like haha we're, we're friends oh you are one of those really awkward but ones but I don't hey, realize you got the is. Yeah. I don't realize you got the upgraded version of Nikki thank god I did I did yeah I don't realize how, how that, uh, I'm coming off that strong is it just how your family is like you guys just like the yeah we just bust balls and like yeah the, sometimes people get so sad they cry <laughs> They're the oh biggest my. ball busters. Her whole family is the yeah, biggest bunch of ball All busters. of us go hard in the paint. We like one up each other on how like ball busty and we are. And sometimes it goes so hard that afterward we'll just all be in the car. And we'll be all quiet. quiet. <laughs> and you just hear the sounds of traffic. <laughs> hey, auntie, how's that third divorce going for you? <laughs> and it's just super quiet. Dude, exactly. <laughs> hey, that's a little too far, but okay. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Or it's like, you're just waiting for grandma to die so you can have part of the house. And everyone's like... <laughs> a little too soon. Yeah, it's like, oh Jesus, You're talking about truth now. Is your is your uh, dad Filipino? Mm -hmm. Okay, yeah, yeah. That's right. he's my, a bull dude. He's a but my 100%. mom's the one that grew up in Hawaii, and she's white. Oh, that's right. So he grew up in Carson. Oh my god, definitely doesn't act. And you're Korean. You're are you 100 percent Korean? I'm 100 percent Korean. Okay. I can read, write, and speak. That's Dang. great. And Muriel's that too, right? Yeah. So Muriel is interesting because she's uh, she's Korean, but she speaks. She's like fluent in uh, Mandarin and also Japanese, Korean, and English. Wow! So wow. Overachiever, Mariel. How old is she? She's uh, twenty-nine. That's crazy. Wow. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, in typical Asian fashion, she looks like she's fucking eighteen. I know. <laughs> I know. <laughs> you know what I mean? She's, Asian dough raisin. You know no. what's so funny? She shows me pictures of herself, right? Like from ten years ago. She goes, "I've aged so much." I'm like, "Bitch, you look exactly, exactly the same. same. Exactly. There's the not same. a fucking wrinkle." Nikki on your does face. that to me too. She's like. How do I look here compared to like 10 years ago? And I'm like, you look exactly fucking the same. Yeah, because your makeup's better. Right. Yeah. I was like, what are you talking? You look better than you did back then. Right, exactly. I think she does. Yeah. That's the shit. Even with Mario, she looks better than she did back then. I was like, you you look like a little whore back then. Like, you look fine now. Right. I'm like, you look like you have bony ass shoulders before. And she's like, my shoulders are fat now. And I'm like, they're not fat. Like, you have bony ass shoulders. Like, I like the way you look now. Well, I want bony shoulders. I know you do. Anyway, David, where can they find you? Where can people find you? Uh, you can find me at youtube.com slash davisocomedy. Every, all the handles are davisocomedy. Twitter. There you go. That makes it easy. Instagram. Everything. Good branding. Oh, gosh, yeah. done good branding. Like <laughs> and no, he does not have <laughs> good branding. Steve G, G Steve. <laughs> yeah, it's like Steve Green Calm, Steve Green Comedy, oh, Steve Green. Steve Green Calm, yeah. And uh, can we watch your movie on Netflix? Is it on oh, there now? Oh, yeah. You could watch Gook on Netflix. It's there. Uh, still there, actually, right now. So check it out. And if Hell you watch yeah. it, you can say it. Isn't that right? Yeah, that's right. <laughs> that's <laughs> the only way you get the you right of passage. The funny thing was, like, uh, during Sundance, we had a bunch of Gook t-shirts, and I only gave it to white people. And they wouldn't, <laughs> and they wouldn't take it. That's great. <laughs> That's hilarious. I was like, would you wear our Gook shirt? They're like, absolutely not. <laughs> no way in hell. I love it. Yeah, how would you like to see a billboard that just says Gook? Know. You know what I mean? Like, put it in Chinatown or whatever? I should have recorded that shit, because I was just being an asshole. I was like, here, would you like this free shirt? They're like, yes. This is not funny. And they would throw it back at me. I'm like, film. That would have been a great marketing campaign. Yeah. <laughs> and final thoughts before we go. 
Oh, nothing, man. I could talk to David for three hours. I know. I really could. You've been so good. On, yeah, you're just fast. so easy it to talk to. Fast. Thank you so much for for coming on today. Um, I always laugh my ass off with this guy, man. I love I love rapping with you, man. It's and we fun. were all over the place. Like we started off in health, but um, we 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 could talk about anything. Yeah, we burned through Pornstar.com and we <laughs> ended it with a nice tidy. Uh, so you're 100 percent Korean. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so my final final thoughts about health, at least, is just take your take your vitamins. Uh, I, I'm going to start taking vitamins, but only because I'm on a diet right now where I can't have sugar and I feel like I can have Flintstones vitamins. You can't at, have any it, sugar at all? Not really. No, we're on a no sugar thing. It's like stupid. No, no can fruit, I have a no fruit sugar? Can I have a two no grams fruit of sugars. sugar? Flintstones not, not really, but I'll, I mean, I'll let it slide because I didn't make up the diet. That was my ace in the hole. I, I don't really take vitamins anymore. Like yeah. I just try to supplement everything through diet. So every no matter no matter what I eat now, it, it'll it'll get those requirements in there. So a lot of leafy greens, a lot of veggies, and then a lot of fruits. Even D, D's the hardest. I'll I'll check I'll check my my fitness pal later. Yeah, I, just, I forgot what I'm eating. You gotta get your sunlight in. You eat chicken or what do you do? What do you? Uh, I'll eat a little bit of everything, but generally I don't eat a lot of beef anymore. Final thoughts, guys. Oh my bad. Uh, <laughs> final thoughts. Uh, start walking, and then uh, masturbate frequently. There you go. That's not a lot. Thank you for listening. Hopefully you're subscribed to CastBox, and we'll see you next time. Deuces. Why didn't anyone tell me? Before you leave, we just want to give a shout-out to one of the other podcasts here on CastBox. Don't mess with Christine Sadelko. Now listen, this is CastBox original. They're the OGs in the space, okay? And Christine's podcast in particular is, it's just, you're just chilling with her. You're in a studio in Burbank. Let's take you there visually. You're in a studio in Burbank. You're sitting down it's with Christine. Degrees. And you're listening to some awkward conversation. How, how cool is that? If it's 65 degrees, man, that's a good day. Hey, look, we, we don't get that. We were in a very small studio. Yeah, we, we are, there's a lot of fluorescent lights here. Calling it a studio is generous. I'd say it's the most generous thing I've said. It's like the size of our bathroom, I'm pretty sure. Yeah, you know, our bathtub, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> but we like it. And you should check out Christine Sadako's podcast. She's a much better studio than us. Listen to Christine. Why didn't anyone tell me?